feels perfect Other days it just ain't working The good, the bad, the right, the wrong And everything in between Yo, it's crazy, amazing We can turn our heart through the words we say Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope can live or die So speak life
Okay. Cool. Cool. Well. Yeah. So it's, um, it's been a it's been a busy eight days. <laughs> it feels like I don't know about anybody else, but to, it, I know it's Monday, but to me, it feels like it should already be Friday. And I just I don't know if that's just because I carried. I don't know, my weekend into my week and my weekend to my weekend long before this week. And so I just truly feel exhausted. Like I really need to just kind of stop. And that I kind of did that today. Um, but I don't know if anybody else just feels like tired, like, you know, just need some rest mentally and all the, all the above. So, but nonetheless, good to be here and, and all that. And, I know we'll have to play catch up on 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 what you learned. I, I'm always eager to hear about the school system. So, um, I don't have a lot on my mind tonight, other than, well, I should say this: I do have rest on my mind, but there are some things that that <laughs> I do want to to bring up, you know, as well. And I I want our listeners to chime in and give us what's on their mind um, as well, but. For those of you who are listening, uh, the chat room, chat line is open. If you're listening Facebook uh, by phone and you want to chime in, give us a call at 818-691-7406. Again, 818-691-7406. Select the number one. We'll pull you in by providing the area code and the last four digits of the number that you're calling from. I uh, want to remind you guys about your about the trash can baby as well. Please continue. That's what I'd like to hear. If if someone has, um, if you have lately moved your trash can and you're going through that experience, or you have in the past, tell us tell us what you what you think about it, how you feel about it, as far as how um, it helps you to think about change. Uh, I do feel that, and, and, and I'll share the trash can baby concept here in just a second, but I do feel like that is the the one of the things that we we fail at doing and allowing people to do. And uh, that's going to be one of the first things that I want to talk about that's on my mind. But move your trash can, and as you hopefully, if you're like us, normal, I think you'll find yourself going back to where you moved it from. And this this we hope um you will allow it to remind you of how often um we kind of go back to just what we know because it is what we know it's what we're used to we don't want to change we just kind of feel comfortable in our own skin so to speak so we feel comfortable in our in our own lives whatever that life consists of good bad ugly all of that we just get used to what we get used to and that's what we want. And in order to change that, you have to practice a change. You have to, I mean, fight for it. You have to truly fight for it. So move that trash can. Share your stories as you do. Do it with your children as well. Do it at work. You know, tell them tell them about it at work and say, hey, you guys, um, because – and, and and the reason I say this is because whatever is happening to us at home, we're carrying it to work. Whatever happening what is, is happening at work, for the most for the most part, people carry home as well in in the way that they respond to their family and even their lives. So move those trash cans, people. 
Um, the only other reminder, and I'll probably do this again, but I want to remind everybody of we still have um, the GoFundMe out for for some of our well, well a couple that that listens to us. Um, I think uh, quite often, but nonetheless, we are we we all can can come or find ourselves in a situation that we may need the same help. And so in order to promote unity, and I really wish people would think about this, I really wish people would really only give a dollar, but I wish we had so many people giving that dollar so that we can see, again, the power of unity. Because if if you have 5,000 people giving a dollar, you got $5,000, and no one has really... Had, no one has had to suffer because if you if you can't give a dollar, then something's wrong. I can find a, a a dollar worth of change in my car. Seriously, if I clean it out around the house or something. But and and this is not just um. I'm 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 really disappointed, and I'm gonna say this just because you guys I'm 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 in that zone to where I'm really starting to say, and I don't mean to to sound bad with this. To hell with feelings. That's that's and emotions. That's really where I was really where I am. And I'll add to it. To hell with thinking that everything is about you. Period. That's why that's that's where I am. So I think the truth needs to be said. Um, conversation needs to happen on a number of things. And so I'm gonna say this. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed with my family on this part. So maybe we can discuss family as well. I hear a lot of people, um, and I think a lot of people are scarred because of lack of connection to family, the lack of what they deem to be feeling loved. And I, I think that goes right back to being able to love yourself. Because until you do, I think it's really almost impossible for you to truly love someone else. And again, what and what you want for yourself, you want for others just as much. So, Rodney, I'm gonna turn it over to you, and then we'll move on in the show. Tammy, let's just pick it up from right there. Let's let let's just start right there um, with our family and friends, and I'm going to put both in quotation marks um, because, honestly, who is your family? Who are your friends? Do we do we really know? Um, we know who we've been told as our mom, our dad, grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, brothers, sisters. But do they – but physically, physically, they fit the definition of family. But outside of physicalities, do they fit the definition of your family? We all know people, probably more than we would like to admit, or the number's probably too high for us, but we all know people who will support others before they will support us. And I'm talking about our family and our friends. Our family and our friends are the ones who want hookups. Our family and our friends are the ones who want everything for free. Our our family and our friends are the ones 
who expect everything from us or expect the crumbs or expect the whole piece of uh, of the pie when we um, are successful or when good things happen to us. Yet there are the, the very ones who we can't get much support from in the early stages or when we are in the trenches or fighting those tough battles. But as soon as we come out and the sun is shining, then they come and try to absorb that sunlight from us. But they're not there. They're not there when it's raining outside. They're not there when it's snowing outside, when it's icy. No, they're somewhere supporting someone else. It's just like it could be raining here and the sun could be shining there in Tennessee where you are, Tammy, all at the same time. What what our family and our friends tend to do, they go where the sun is shining. You know, mm-hmm. I watch uh, I watch people who they won't share if I post something. They're not going to share what I post. They're not going to share my book signing. They're not going to share my book or information about my book or encourage others to get a copy of my book. But those same people will share info about Jay-Z's new 444 album. Those same people will talk about concerts. Those same people will share things with NFL players, NBA players. Strangers get more publicity than kinfolk. And until we get to a point where we we know how to prioritize then we're going to we're we're going to keep living in this this I'm going to say selfish society because that that's uh, that's the environment I think we live in right now. I think that we live in an environment where we we'd rather help someone who's already doing well before we help somebody who's trying to get um to a point where they are doing well. And I think that we have to those of us who are trying to I guess make it beyond the surface or get past um where we started at or where we've been stagnant because some of so sometimes we start things and we're very excited and we're ready to go but then we can't get support from people who we expect to get support from. And so we get discouraged. But I'm going to also say this. For those of you who in that predicament, maybe it is time to start looking at strangers. I had a um, I had an interaction uh, with a family member the other day. And they made a comment about me going to church, and I said, I never stopped going to church. I didn't get into the particulars or how often I go or um, or anything that I've done in church, but I just said, I never stopped going to church. And at that point, now they needed another comeback. And so they said, well, maybe the church needs to get in you. 
And I just smiled and I walked away, mostly because there were other people around. And I said, I'm not going to get into this pissing match. Um, And so I walked away, but then I sent them a text and I said, one day you're going to stop judging me. And one day you're going to realize I probably could be a blessing to you and other people that you know. And they texted me back later and they said, oh, I'm, uh, that they were going to stop judging me and all this other stuff. And I don't think that they will. But one thing that is for sure, they can't say that, that they didn't know. And probably if other people weren't around, I probably would have had a more heart-to-heart talk with them. But that's just the way that we are. This GoFundMe page, I guarantee you, if it was for a celebrity, mm-hmm. oh, you'd have a million dollars by now. Or if it was something that was right, right. Or if it was something that was going to make people look good, because we'll mm-hmm. do stuff if it's if it's going to bring us a lot of attention. But see, we can't do things in silence. We can't we can't pay our money and no one not know that we paid it and just walk away. We can't do that. Even when we're helping, we have to be seen. And just like it says in the Bible, that's your reward. There is no other reward for you because you're doing it to be seen. And we have to get away from that. It's not about being seen. It's not about being noticed. It's about helping people. And and and, and I wonder, Tammy, how many people um, aren't going to support what you're doing because they don't want to take the time and go through the process, which... I don't know how long it takes, maybe a couple seconds, but people don't want to go through the process. But, and I'm going to say this before I turn it back over to you, but the same way we won't support our own loved ones, the same way we won't support our family and our friends is the same way that when we are doing projects, when we need support, we want everyone to back up what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You, you know, Rodney. I think with um, even even when we and, I, and I'm going to say this, you guys, because this this and I know probably the first thing somebody's going to say or think, you know, we have to allow people the process of of getting there. But I'll tell you this. I think if someone had um, checked me a long time ago and and vice versa, then some, I would have changed some things in my life a long time ago. But we sit back and we let people stir, like we help we help them with their pity party. We we um and I'm and I'm not talking about like what you just was talking about the judging because that there that, that's a whole nother. Uh, situation and I think when you stop when you stop judging 
and start looking inward or when you look inward and you when you figure out what you see then you realize you have no room to judge so that that's a and I think that's another level of change and transformation as well kind of like when you, when you got one finger um pointed at somebody you got several more pointed back at you um but even when people i think when they when they're helping in their way i think for the most part it still has much to do about them and not the cause um or not the person it's like you said what what can i get out of it and i'm not saying everybody that that's that's for sure but what i am saying by now um in in this situation it should be much further along by now. Um, and you're so right, Rodney, even with, I'm amazed at the number of people that will or and have act like they don't see it and never, and, and never received anything about it, act like they don't know about it. Um, but I could post out there today. If I post out on Facebook right now, got engaged, they would see that. And 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 respond. Want to know who it is? Who is it? When, let me see the ring. I want to know all of that. So mm-hmm. our mind is, and I'm saying our our mind. And but when you when you when when you don't own that, when you don't recognize that, when you don't say, hey, I got to really renew my mind, my thinking here, then life is not going to change. And I believe that's in every area of your life. It may be good for a minute, gravy for a minute, but when you find yourself coming back to places that bring you so low or just stop your life, then it's time to check your life, check yourself, check your heart, check your thoughts, check your mind, check your spiritual maturity. And I think that's the place that most of us don't want to go and be which is why we can't treat family like we should. And I think that's why a lot of people are having such a rough time out in this world because they feel like there's nobody battling for me. There's no there's really nobody that I could truly depend on who truly will have my back no matter what I do, what I say. When it comes down if they got ten, I got five. If I say something wrong, they still they might tell me off, but they're still gonna love me. They're still gonna be there. Mm-hmm. And I thought I, I saw a posting by David Lee today. Might have well, he might have posted it yesterday, but I just I saw it today and I responded. Um, and basically, he he was saying that if 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 Jesus was on um, being interviewed, that most of us would disagree with what he was saying or would say. And this led to just comment after comment, but it got down to a point where something came to mind based on the comments and things like that about the spiritual maturity. And what he asked, what what he put out there was, will the body, will, will the unity in the body of the Christ, in the body of Christ, Basically, is it possible? Will we ever get there? And what came to mind is we can't get there unless we first have unity with ourselves 
eliminating that middleman and have a connection with God through the Holy Spirit. And most of us miss that. And I can tell you, I was one that that realized I missed even that connection because really even the way that I was serving God was about me. What I want, when I want it, how I want it. And if I'm not getting it, then you must not think as much as me as, as the word says, I mean, that, that kind of spiritual walk. And so when when he posted that out there, and, and it also helped that I had been really looking at the body of the Christ, meaning, you know, we all have a purpose. And when you think about the body itself, if I'm the arm and Rodney, you're the leg, I can't... I can help you walk by doing my my duty as as an as an arm. I can I can help you. Swinging my arms is helping you walk better. If you, if that's the way to look at it. But we all are trying to be every part of the body. We're trying to be everything and got our eyes on everybody else so much so that we don't know our purpose. We have not become one um and we our desires have not changed. We have a desire to be pleasing to ourselves instead of God. So how can the body of Christ form the people of God? How can they form and do their job when as Roman says when we are as a people worshiping the creature ourselves opposed to worshiping the creator? And so that was that was one of the things that got me thinking about family and and my own family and so many stories I hear from other people that feel so disconnected. I mean, I heard a, a grown woman say, I mean, real grown, like this kid saying, whole, a whole grown woman. And of course, I can identify um, because I have my own issues as a whole woman. What it made me think about how much of our lives, how much of our past, the way we, we, we're brought up, the the brokenness, the hurt, the pain, whatever it is, goes into our adult lives because we don't stop and deal with issues. But what this woman says is that she felt so unloved because if the people that birthed me, if the people that brought me into this world, left me, they didn't love me, why would anybody else? And it made me think about how many people are walking around doing life today and they got stuck right there. They they're stuck right there. Everything, every every everything that happens to them now is because they are stuck right there. The um un, the the not being willing to forgive the rejection, feeling rejected, being offended, um, feeling unloved, all those things that are negative, that make you feel bad, comes from a place. And oftentimes it's, it's somewhere where you've gotten stuck, where you've been hurt so badly, and it has made you feel so bad about and who you are until you can't move on from that point or you don't because you can, but you don't. We don't stop to figure out what do I need to move? What is the truth about this? Not really understanding that 
Everybody has something, and nobody can ever always give you what you need when you need it, not even your parents. And I think we look for so much out of people, unexpressed expectations, sometimes expressed expectations. But I don't care what and who, no one is going to fulfill your every need all the time. So what happens? How how spiritually mature are you in those moments? Are you willing to say like Jesus did, you know, render unto seizure so that he's not, that we so that we don't offend them? Even Jesus is, doesn't want to offend people. So I'm not going to think about myself right now. I'm 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 thinking about your spirit, your heart. Cause I'm, cause I'm a, I'm, I'm off the milk right now. I'm, I'm, I'm drink. Well, I was drinking warm milk. You know, it's, it's cold now. I'm growing, but we don't grow. We just, we, we say we do, but growing, change, growing produces change, and I feel that change takes us right back to our divine purpose, what we were absolutely created to be. Where I know that I'm, I'm the arm, and Rodney is the legs. And if I swing while he walks, it helps him get along a little bit further. And I don't want to be the leg because I don't like walking. I just like swinging. So it's, it's when we figure out that purpose and we're overjoyed that we know it and we do all that we can to operate in it. So back over to you, Rodney. Tammy, I, uh, Friday I, I, uh, I went to this, I'm just going to say, establishment <laughs> Uh, with with my aunt and as, as soon as I walked in, um, the guy looked at me, looked me up and down, and he said, "Oh no, you can't come in here." And I said, "What?" He said, "You can't come in here." And I said, "Well, why not?" And he said, "You can't come in here dressed like that, with those shorts and those shoes on." And I said, really? And and so, you know, my aunt was like, well, we can go somewhere else. And I said, no. I said, you really wanted to come here. I said, luckily, I have a pair of pants in my car because I had been out of town. I said, luckily, I have a pair of pants in my car and I have a pair of casual shoes. Um, in my car as well. I said, I'll just put those on. And I was heated. I was heated. And I even said to my aunt, I said, the sun is still out. I didn't even know people had rules to that extent. You know, I, I'm used to I'm used to that, you know, at 11 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock, 12, but not at 7. And and I said, okay. But I sucked it up because my aunt wanted to go there. And so I go inside. What do I see? Shorts and shoes. Now, they weren't tennis shoes. They were just, you know, casual shoes or whatever. But people had shorts on. And wear sh- or tennis shoes in here, and all these people have on shorts. Well, after I had been in there about 30 minutes, this guy walks in. He has on a pair of basketball shorts. At least my shorts were casual. 
He had on a pair of basketball shorts and a pair of tennis shoes and a T-shirt. They let the man walk in and let him stay there. What got me about the whole thing was these people were black. The guy at the door who wouldn't let me in, he was black. And I said to my aunt, I said, this is why people can't get me to completely go with everything that they want to say about racism. Because in some cases, we not only are mistreated by other races, but sometimes our own race. That man probably looked at me and thought I was some young thug who was going to start trouble up in there. He never even gave me a chance. He didn't know who I was. He didn't know that I was a school teacher. He didn't know I don't have a criminal record. But he looked at me and made me leave, but then allowed other people to walk in with the same thing on. And so it was, for me, it was a reminder that exactly what you just said, and I'm trying to remember how you put it, but we have to stop looking to people for validation. We have to stop looking for uh, to people to do the right thing or to do good things or to do positive things because the bottom line is they're people. And when dealing with people, you never know what you're going to get. You never know, you never know who you're going to get. You could you you could expect bad and get good. You could expect good and get bad. You just never know what you're going to get. So the important thing is take some time to figure out who you are, to figure out what you need, who you need, and the steps that are going to get you to where you want to go. Hey, Rodney, that reminds me, and I don't know if you were able to see it. I think I tagged you in it. I'm not sure. Um, But there was a video that I posted or shared. I didn't post it. I, I, I correct that. I shared it, and I wish I could remember from where, but um, where the officer was having lunch, dinner, or whatever, and he talks about how he sees this guy, and because he's saying that when they eat, you know, they're still they're they're eating, but they're not. Their eyes are on everybody. They're they're still kind of scoping the place out. And um, and and caller, I see that we have you out there. We'll be with you in just a second. But this this uh, police officer says he he notices this guy, and he never says that if the guy is black, white, you know, whatever his race is. He never says he never identifies that. But he says he 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 locks eyes with this guy a couple of times, and he makes him feel a little bit uneasy, uneasy or whatever. And long story short, uh, the guy finishes up his meal and he starts to walk toward him. And he said, you know, everything in him flared up because now here this guy that was staring at him and all of that comes over, and, or is coming over. And he says that 
the guy got there and said, you know, you've not, I don't know how you eat or how you enjoy your food because you have not, your eyes have not, you've not stopped working basically since you walked in here. And he basically told him, this guy says, if anything would have went down, I would have been the first person to have your back. And um, because he did tell him, this this guy did tell him that, you know, it's as if you don't have anybody in here to back you up. You don't have a friend in the world in this place. And so he said, if anything would have happened, I would have been the first to have your back. And so at the end of this video, and if you guys have not seen it, you should really, if you're on Facebook, you should really go to my page. And it's it's there somewhere. I I can't remember what day it was. But at the end, he says there's two things that we fail at tremendously. One is allowing first impression of people, our first impression of people to basically identify who they are. And then the second is we don't allow people the opportunity to change. And th- those two things are powerful to me. I mean, it is I don't know why this guy is not sitting on time. Maybe he is being interviewed because his, 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 those few little minutes are so powerful because he, he, he's judging someone only based on their looks, um, probably race as well. He didn't say that, but you just kind of assume. Um, and then this guy comes over and says, I would have been the first to have your back. And and there's a lot more said in that as well. The guy pretty much says, you know, he's had to change his life, and he's not always been who he is now, but he would have been the first to have his back. So if you've not seen that, you guys, look look for it on my page or send me a private message or whatever, and I'll, I'll send it to you directly. But those two things are powerful, powerful first impressions and allowing people to change. So we have a caller. Uh, yep, you want to go to pull him in? Yeah, pull him in. Okay, we're pulling in area code four zero four, last four digits ten thirty seven. Caller, you're on the air with us. Hey, good evening. Good evening. How you doing, Tammy? How you doing, Lady? Good. How are you? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, I'm all right. I'm all right. Can't complain. I mean, it ain't going to help no way. <laughs> but um, just wanted to call in and, you know, kind of give my three cents. Uh, I've been listening to you both talk about uh, pretty much everything. And uh, I wanted to speak on uh, the GoFundMe account. Uh, first of all, let me say thank you, Tammy, again. Thank you, Rodney, for your support. Um, it has really, you know, been a blessing, you know what I mean, to uh, to see how many people, the ones that have given, that have given. But like you do, like you also, Tammy, you know, I'm a little disappointed because um, it hasn't been going the way that I figured that it would, being that, you know, I have so many social media friends on Facebook or Instagram um, so forth and so on, and you know, to ask for a dollar and not get a dollar, you know, makes you feel a little unloved. It, it makes you feel, you know, that uh, some people care more about 
uh, negative things than they do positive things. Because I see, you know, in the world that we live in today, a lot of people will support negative, but they don't support the positive. You know, mm-hmm. um, I have a family, and, you know, and, my, and my wife, you know, she's, she's a strong person. You know, she's a diehard person when it comes to giving and loving, you know. And it's not about money all the time, you know what I mean? If you give your time or, you know, if you give, you know, your services to, to the youth, you know, I mean, just this past week, they had a shut-in for the, uh, the youth at our church. And she, she left everybody, you know, and went and supported the church and the youth there. And they stayed overnight and had a, had a wonderful time, you know. I uh, know she didn't have money in her pocket, but she had Christ in her heart. And she had love in her heart. And she went with games and everything, and, you know, nobody knew the difference, you know, but I know the difference. I know our situation. You know, I know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, not just, you know, your family, my family also. You know what I'm saying? I love my family, true enough, but a lot of them, you know, still acting like they haven't seen the GoFundMe account. Those that, you know, I know that have seen it because I shared it. You know what I mean? I'm not angry with anybody. You know what I'm saying? Um, because it is what it is, you know. Um, but it makes me kind of feel heartbroken to see that people can put up something about an animal, and they'll raise money to help that animal. And then you got two people that that have that have you know done work in the community that have reached out to people that have you know you know shown love to others and that. You know, I love by you know, so, so many people say that they love you or like you or whatever the case may be, and to to be at a, at a stage right now where it is and stagnant, you know, is unbelievable. You know, I mean, it's kind of depressing to me. You know, however, I'm going to wake up and do what I got to do every day because that's my job on this earth is to be a husband and a father to my family, you know, to be a support supporter no matter how great or how small. I'm going to do that. But, you know, I would just like to say that it is, you know, heartfelt to see the minimal uh, response to the GoFundMe account. Um, but like I say, our, you guys are doing a wonderful job over there. Um, I just look at, you know, I think at, you know, even, you know, the guys that are out in the street, you know, and they're doing wrong, they support one another, you know. And I'm not glorifying what they're doing. But I am saying that even in the midst of their wrongdoing, they support one another. They band together to do wrong. You know what I mean? And, and, it's, and it's ridiculous to see that they have more love for each other than we supposedly being saints God or we supposedly being Christians, you know, have for one another. You know what I mean? And I, and I do believe that, you know, that's how come that we can't get ahead as as a minority race. I'm just going to say that because we don't pull together to make changes. Hey, we don't hey pull Bo, together. let me jump in because you, you've reminded me of something that uh, took place, and I can't remember, maybe about a year or so ago, you posted, you were doing the um, the organization for the young boys. What What was that called? Tell me again, remember? Uh, Tighten Up Ministry. Tighten Up Ministry. Tighten Up Ministry. Uh-huh. I remember you and I had a conversation about your, your posting 
making for people to make donations of any kind towards the the tighten up ministry where you were going to be working with the young boys, haircuts and all of that. And I remember mm-hmm. the conversation we had about the lack of uh, comments and and likes mm-hmm. and all of that. But mm-hmm. when you would post anything else, anything, they would come. So right. it goes back to what you were saying about people being negative, people being drawn to things that if it's if if it's gonna make them feel good in a way, to hell with whatever the cause. That's what I meant by it. if it's about me. It's about what I can get out of this, how much of, of, of it can I get, and how will I be seen through it. And that's, unfortunately, that's what we've come to, and unfortunately you see most of it within family, within your family. And so you know, that's me. why I said I'm not going to hold back. I'm I'm speaking to and I hope that everyone that I'm disappointed in within my family hears it. And if they if they don't hear it, I hope someone is listening that goes back and says that what Tammy said on her show. Period. Because there is no excuse. You're talking about one dollar. If you can't clean your car out and find one dollar. If you can't clean your purse out, hell, you can ask somebody for a dollar to help out somebody who's in need. So I hope, I hope that somebody goes back and tells somebody so that somebody can come to Tammy. I hope that happens. You know, I want to jump in and say this real quick, you know what I mean? And this was, this was, this happened to me uh, just this past weekend. You know, I was I was uh, at work, and uh, one of my coworkers said to me, uh, "Hey, I saw a GoFundMe account on on your page. Uh, you put that up now?" And uh, I said, "No, my wife's cousin did, um, but it's to help us with our situation." And he said, "Man, you might want to take that down." I said, "Why?" He told me, "Man, that's social media. You know, and everybody don't know your business." I said, "Bro, I'm not proud." I don't have pride. That died a long time ago. You know what I mean? I said, no, I'm not going to take it down. I said, now, what you can do, you can donate if you you want to. You know what I'm saying? I said, it's only a dollar. You know, and I have, you know, yet to see that happen. You know what I mean? But we work together every day. You know what I mean? So, like I said, it's opened my eyes to a lot of things, you know, and, and, you know, and, and a lot of people. Like I said, I'm getting mad about it, you know what I mean, because you can't get mad at someone who was there. You know, I don't do that, you know, but it does open your eyes to your surroundings, um, to those who say they love you, to those who you call a friend, you know. And, you know, I, I, and, and, you know, I just think back to one of the books in the Bible where it says, be weary of those whom you call a friend, you know, and mm-hmm. it's true. It is very, very true, you know. Um, and I just wanted to say that, you know what I mean? Like I said, it, you know, it's all in love. You know, I don't have any animosity or nothing towards anybody. You know what I mean? It just hurts my heart to see that, you know, there's not many people willing to help someone who's asking for help. You know what I mean? Now, if I was raising some money uh, to get this strip club off the ground, man, I could count the dollars. You feel me? 
I couldn't count the dollars. They'd be pouring in. You know what I mean? Because that's something that everybody would want to see, whether it be men or women. You know what I mean? That, that would want to see that. You know? And it's sad, the world that we live in, the support negativity. You know what I mean? You could post a video talking about God and how good God is, and people won't share it. You post a video of a fight, and it's, it, it went viral in 15 minutes. Hey, hey, Bo, this is Tammy. I'm going to jump in here again because I beg to differ. I don't think you'd get the money if you were asking for the strip club because I don't think it's about what people necessarily like to do because in, in, in many cases I think what you'll find is it's, it's about you can't get it before I do, and I'm certainly not going to help you get it before I do. So my, if my dollar is going to make you successful, keep in my dollar. Because I will, I've not made it yet. And even sometimes when they do make it, I still don't want you to get so close to my success. So I'm going to help you at arm's length. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you progress a little bit. But when it comes down to the nitty-gritty, you can only get so far because now i got to step my game up more. So it's that crab-in-a-barrel mentality. Because, again, y'all, this, this same pitch, this same pitch, I remember it so well, many, many years. Brandon was 13 years old. And so if you think about how long that's been, when it was even presented to family then, let's all get together and let's just give a dollar a month. Just a dollar a month. That's $12 a year. People spend $2 on a Coke. That's $12 a year, and you have questions? Who's going to be over it? What are we going to do? A dollar a month. Why? Tammy and Bo, Bo, I'm going to jump back in here for a second. I think, um, and I've said this uh, a number of times, I think because we live in such a, a, a trendy bandwagon society, People, uh, because I see both sides of, of what you you two are saying, and I and I think both are accurate. I think it just depends on uh, one other thing, and I, and that is when is it happening? Meaning, people will jump on it once they see it catching fire. Right. Let's say like. Like, like I agree with Bo in the sense uh, of, of people supporting negative, but I also agree with Tammy, and they, I think that they will look at it and say, oh, 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 yeah, Bo trying to start a, a strip club, y'all. I think people would be would be negative at first, but then if they saw it catching fire, if they saw it, you know, trending or or it became popular, and they saw it on the way up. They would try to then, oh yeah, that's my boy, you know, and then they would start, you know, throwing their dollars in because then it would be, well, I knew him, and you know, well, well, that's my boy from back in the day. So I, I, I think, I think both are, are accurate. I, I just think that it, it's hard to get, um, the support of your loved ones as long as you're, as long as you're down and they can't see you, um. At the top, or they can't see you going up the ladder because once they see you going up the ladder, it's totally different. Guarantee you, guarantee you. Let's say 
this GoFundMe did go viral. Let's say that that by Friday there was forty-two thousand dollars in this GoFundMe account. You don't think people would be knocking on their uh, knocking on your door trying to hand you some money? Why? Because they want to say that they had a part in it. They want they want their face to be on it because that's just how we are. I, I, I remember, um, you know, uh, uh, either last year, or year before. Somebody posted something about Tupac's mama dying. Rest in peace, Ms. Shakur. Wait a minute. I've never heard anybody talk about Tupac's mama except him making a song about it. But what do they want to do? I want to, I want, I, I want to say I was the first one to post this, or I want people to you know, think that I'm connected in some kind of way. Like, we just need to sit down, point blank. We need to sit down. I'll tell you something that, that was very hurtful to me. Um, so I, I wrote published my first book back in 2012, and it was kind of a it was kind of a you know it was kind of a thing at first you know it was like oh yeah you know this this guy no he wrote a book so people people kind of jumped on it not everybody there's still a lot of people that I know or that know me or know of me that that never bought the book but anyway one day somebody was. <laughs> they were moving. And in the midst of moving, you know, they came across my book that I personalized, because that's what I do every time I, 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 I sign somebody's book. I actually write them a message, a personal message. Wrote a message to this person. They thought it was a good idea to put it in their junk box. And give it to my school and say, hey, you know, here's a box of stuff I, you know, put together when I was cleaning out my house. They thought it was a good idea. And somebody else saw it and told me about it. And then, then I spoke at a church a couple of months ago. And the lady, I guess she tried to buy a used book. And she came up to me and she said, hey, I bought your book off, off of Amazon. But there's a message in it to this lady. And I said, wow, like it hurt my feelings. Not because my book is like the greatest thing that ever hit the earth, but because I took the time to write a message to everybody who I sold a book to. But they didn't think enough of me to even keep it. Now, I guarantee you, if I was a well-known author across the globe and people were talking about me every day and I had my, 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 my own talk show on, on, you know, NBC, you better believe people would want, want, want to have my book in the house because they want to say, oh, man, yeah, he personalized. But those are the people that we look at. Those are, those are the people that we deal with. So my thing is this. There are very few people who I'm going to give that much energy to. Mm. I'm not looking to people anymore for for anything. I don't look to people for anything. And a lot of times now, because just like the old saying, don't take a knife to a gunfight, you can't you can't expect people to be fair with you. So guess what? What you, Whatever you get from me, 
is what you get from me. Because what I'm not about to do is pour everything I have into everyone I know and get very little in return. No, what I what I would normally pour into everybody I know, I'll pour that into my life, into my wife, so that we can be successful. And when we meet people that we want to contribute to their success or support them because we feel led to do so, we'll do that. Somebody somebody gave me a hard time because they said uh, they were like, "Oh my God, I've never, never seen anybody quote themselves in their in their email." Wait a minute. You think you you, you do you think these celebrities go go around quoting Rodney Jordan? So why should I quote them? No, I quote myself. I'll quote somebody that you ain't never heard of. I know them, but you you may not know them. I'm not giving these celebrities my time. Jay-Z just, just came out with an album trying to tell people how to be wealthy, get wealth, keep it, and do do good with their money. But now he's charging them. He's going on a tour and charging them hundreds of dollars for tickets to come to his concert. What sense does that make? He won't get a dime from me. But there are people who are not going to get to this GoFundMe that are going to go see Jay-Z for $500. Exactly, exactly. Hey, hey, Ryan, I want to jump back in before you, you move too far. And I want to go back to what you said about your your book. Um, and then I want to, before, before that, I want to take it back. If you remember, we had this conversation or a similar conversation about uh, Thursday, two weeks ago, Thursday, when I was on In the Moment, when I was interviewed on In the Moment. And we talked about how many people, and I'm just going to start with, I'm, I'm going to say family for sure, but even friends. We talked about how we've been doing this since 2011. June 2011, mm-hmm. revolution started. I had people listen to that show that have never ever and I'm talking about family and friends never listened to Butterfly Evolution on a Monday night and probably mm-hmm. never will but if I had the dollars that came in or the for the text or the calls that came in after that mm. I, I could give Bo and Tasha quite a bit, and I and, and it made me think. Okay, where are you guys on Monday night? Like all these years, where are you every Monday night? But see, it's it's because you you know me. I'm family. I'm friends. So that means you we validate people that we don't know better or more mm-hmm. than we people who are in our lives. Um, and that pour out to us every single day for the most part. And that's mm-hmm. what I mean about know when to close accounts. If it's one thing I've learned these past few years is is how to do that. And I mean close it because it's no different. If I'm putting money into an account, if I'm making deposits, and every time I go to my bank account, 
I have a zero balance or I'm negative, why am I going to keep putting my money there? Because, you know, mm-hmm. who, who's it? Me. The bank could, could care less. They're winning. So people will people can only do what you allow them to do. And they most part, they will do it. But as far as your book, mm-hmm. Botany, one, one, one episode on Steve Harvey interviewing you, uh, you'll hear from all of those people. One episode. Mm-hmm. So I say to both, don't be discouraged because people are people are people, and they're gonna they can only give you as much as as they they are willing to give themselves. Period. And at the end of the day, people are not willing to do what's best for them, what's truly best for their spirit world, not not this world. We we really are as strong as we are united, and we're not. And we are as weak as we are divided. And we've, we've created ways to be divided. Every time you turn around, there's something that divides us. Color, size, money, degree, job, everything. And so much so that that has, that has become part of the family life. Your own family don't want you to succeed, especially not before them. So when you ask for that dollar, that's why they can say no and will. Like Rodney said, until it comes time where, okay, maybe I better jump, I better get in on this because it's it's going somewhere. And I want my name, I want people to know that I donated, that I gave. And that's what I mean when I say it's not everything is not about you. In fact, most things are not about you. And mm. that's where we get caught up. Many of the problems and situations and circumstances that people go through today can be taken care of instantly if we would all do what we're supposed to do. Because if I got mm. enough for it today, to hell with tomorrow. None of us might be here tomorrow. Really. We might not be here tonight. We might not finish this radio show. So wh- who are we? Where are we? And that's why we have so many people. And let's not bring the children into it because that's, that's a entirely, I mean, that's another show. Because you have that's going to pay the $100-plus to go see Jay-Z, they got kids that need stuff. They got kids that need paper for school, kids that need coats, but they're going to go see Jay-Z. You got people that will pay for the all-white affair here. We were having a conversation a couple of weeks ago, and I'm not down to people do what you do because I need to create something to make y'all act a fool like that too. If whoever the guy is that does the all-white affair here, I will open up me a store the first of the month. If I'm going to have the all-white affair at the end of September, I will open my store September 1st, nothing but white clothes. I will get the rest of y'all money. That's where I am right now. If you want to be a fool, you can come and pay me $50. No, I give you nothing but entrance. You're going to go out, you're going to buy your white suit, you're going to get your hair done, nails done, Men, too. They getting their nails done, too. And you're going to come give me $50 and not ask me for anything else, not even a cup of water for free. But but your mm-hmm. child 
tell me, come pay for something for that's going to feed your child. That's, I mean, feed the child's spirit. Help him find out or her what is it that you want to do. No, you won't do that. Then you want that for free. You want that free. Mm. We messed up. It's crazy. Mm. Oh, I think we stole your thunder here for a minute. We we kind of jumped in. You have? Are you still with us? Did we lose both? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So don't be discouraged. It, it is what it is, and and it will happen one way or the other. I will tell you that. And thank you for not being um, both for, and I think I said this the last time we talked about about this particular thing, um, never in a million years I was prepared for you to say no because of of pride. I don't want my business out there. Um, I was really prepared for you to say, absolutely not, I don't want to do this. But you know, Tammy, uh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, but you didn't. So that speaks a lot about you. Um, I know you said that the guy that works with you said you should take that off because now people know your business. But what if people, what if everybody that needed help asked for it? What if, what if, what if they did and they received the help? Where would we be? Right. I want to say this, you know. Um, growing up, I made a lot, a lot of mistakes in life. You know what I mean? My my decision making process wasn't where it is today. You know because I didn't ask for help, and I felt like you know by any means necessary, I'm gonna get it how I live. You know, and one of the things about that was I had a lot of pride. You know, and that pride often landed me in jail or in prison because you know. It wasn't coming fast enough working, so I did other things, you know what I mean, within within me. You know, thank God I never hurt anybody, you know, physically, but, you know, if I'd have kept going, I was on my way to that, that you know, that part um, because the devil had me wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up in him, you know what I mean? Um, but as I got older, you know what I mean, it, you know, it speaks, the Bible speaks that, you know, when you, when you are a child, you think as a child and when you become of age, you put childish things away and you grow up and you mature into a man. Um, today, I can say that I grew up and matured into a man um, to, to, to the point to where I don't have, you know, any pride. I put pride aside, you know, because that will keep you from gaining, you know, the, the benefits that God has for you, you know. And I don't, I don't take him lightly, you know. I know that he's working and I know that he's going to do what he said he's going to do, you know, and I'm waiting patiently. You know, I have the patience of Job. You know, I'm not scared to wait. You know, the things that Job went through, I have, you know, have, you know, I can't even light a candle to. You know what I'm saying? So if it's his will that I wait or I go through whatever storm it is that he has for me to wait, then so be it. That's what I'm going to do. Um, but I said that to say this. Um, I've matured a lot. You know, now my, my first thought isn't, Okay, I'm going to go do some wrong to get it, or I'm going to do something bad to get it. No, my, my, my first thought is, you know, whatever God has for me is for me. I'm going to be patient and wait on him. You know what I mean? But I didn't always have that train of mind. 
you know. So, I, but I thank him for delivering. No, I, I know I'm not a hundred percent a Christian. You know, he's still working on me. You know what I mean? Because if you hit me, I'm not gonna tell you. I'm not gonna hit you back. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna lie to you like that. You hit me, I'm gonna blast you. I'm gonna go off in you. You know, like like somebody ain't never seen before. But that's me. You know what I mean? Like I said, he's still working on me. You know what I mean? But I thank God for the deliverance part to where I don't follow the words that I hear coming through my mind from Satan. You know, because he talks to you the same way God talks to you. You just have to to have that discernment to know when it's him from when it's God. You know, it was a growing process. It's nothing that I did. It was all of him and none of me. You know, and I just, you know, I thank him for that. Hey, Bo, you made me think about something. Uh, think about the number of young kids who have made decisions. And, and most, of, most of the time, I think it's young, young males who make the decision to, and, and granted, I'm, they don't have to, but in their, in their minds, they do. But the number of young males who decide to, to sell drugs or do whatever, rob, to take care of their mom or to make sure their siblings have food. It might sound crazy to people, to the world, but there are young men that literally will commit crime so that they can put food on the table to help their mom or their siblings. It happens. But we but we spend hundreds of dollars in knocking Jay-Z. It is what it is. But a lot of things that don't matter at the end of the day because I could pull Jay-Z up all day long on YouTube, front and center. I'm talking about a party before I can go spend a hundred and some dollars to see him. And so we got people with, with billions who will never run out of money that we just keep feeding. We just keep feeding. But then we won't turn around and give people a piece of bread without complaining. What did they do last night? Where were they last week? And you're talking about a piece of bread. You have at least 12, 15 slices of bread in one loaf. So, That's you know, true. if they want bread, they, the dollar is <clears throat> serious. That's true. You know, and I want to, let me jump back in and say this time, you know, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that, you know, people doing wrong for the right reason. I know it sounds crazy, but it exists. It happens. You know what I mean? Just to take you back to, you know, when I was out in the in the, in the world, uh, I used to go to this, this lady's house. Uh, I used to be standing out there with her kids. And, you know, we was doing our little thing or whatever the case may be, trying to get ahead in life. And I met these two kids. One was a boy and one was a girl. Both of them were in, in high school. The boy, he was in 10th grade, and the girl, she was in ninth grade. And both of them sold drugs. And I used to say, dang, you know, why are y'all doing this? And then I met their mom. Their dad had died. Their mom was on crack. Their aunt was on crack. Their grandma was on crack. Their uncle was on crack. But they sold drugs to pay the rent for the apartment, lights, water, and everything else, and to buy school clothes for themselves. 
Do you not know that both of these kids, man, had grade point average? The girl, I think hers was 4.0, and the boy, his was like 3.2 or 3.5 or something like that. They were smart kids, but they 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 used the the drug selling to support themselves because they had no support. That whole support line was shattered from grandma on down, the uncles and the aunt, all of them were on crack. And was you know, come and then I, what what moved me was the fact that they never would sell to their family members. The mom would come and be trying to get stuff from them, be like, nah ma, no. And then they would forbid anybody that was around them that called themselves a friend to sell anything to their family member. Their mom and, and aunt and grandma and them had to go elsewhere. You know, so it does exist. I mean, I've seen it happen. You know, because that was the environment that they grew up in. Well, they didn't have anything. And, you know, instead of, you know, them taking the, the bitter points of the lemon, they tried to make lemonade out of the lemon. You know? You know? Yeah, I don't. I don't think that you can, um, you know, eat. I don't think that we can we can make any wrong okay. But I think that there is some understanding to be had uh, for anybody uh, anybody listening. I think it's. I, I, I think what's important here is not is not to miss the point, and that is um, get some understanding. Because I know a lot of times we tend to we tend to jump and judge um, rather than seeking understanding. And, and I think Tammy, um, that just makes me think about uh, my job as a school teacher. Um, kids come in all the time with problems, whether you know uh, they have them or not, or if you know that they have problems, sometimes you you don't even know what their problems are, um, and a lot of times it causes a huge um, issue between the kid and the teacher or the kid and the principal. And we don't, as adults, we don't seek understanding. You should expect kids um, not to have that understanding. But as adults, you should always seek to first understand. Um, You know, even when I'm teaching, if the kids get the wrong answer, I don't give them the right answer and say, let's move on, remember that the next time. What I what I do is I try to look at all of the answer choices. I look at the problem, and I try to understand what would have caused them to pick the answer that they did. Because if you can figure out why somebody made a decision, even if it wasn't the best decision or if it was uh, a wrong decision, if you at least seek to understand, then you can figure out how to help the person or how to direct the person. But we have to we have to become people who who want understanding. And and all throughout the Bible, especially in Proverbs and, and Psalms, it talks about. Getting understanding, getting wisdom, getting knowledge, and so even in 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 the in the in the matter of the uh, of the GoFundMe page, it's easy to say, well, you may not want to have your business out there, or in social media, you know, people are going to talk about you and things of that nature. Well, 
try to first understand why this is out there. And it doesn't mean get all up in anybody's business. Clearly, there's a need here. And even if that's the extent of your knowledge, understand that there's a need. And then want to be a part of the solution. Not for anything other than, hey, I want to do what's right because it is the right thing to do. Not for anything else. Not for any any fame, not for any glory, but hey, let's just do what's right because it's the right thing to do. Tammy, I'm going to turn it back over to you. Um, I I so agree, and I'm going to do the right thing tonight, you guys. I'm not going to stay on here for two hours. <laughs> I'm not, because guess what? I am learning. I am learning, and I have learned that. You have to take care of yourself, spirit, mind, body, soul, and all. Because if you don't, no one else will. And if you don't, rarely will you fully and completely do it unconditionally for someone else. We come every Monday for the most part. We might skip here and there. And even with the trash can concept, I wonder, I really wish I knew how many of you who listen, 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 have tried, 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 tried this. And I'm, I'm saying that because you can, you can listen all day, you can preach it all day, but if there's not action behind whatever it is that you are wanting to do, trying to do, if there is not some deliberate action, consistent obedience in the area in which you want to change, become, make different, whatever it is, nothing will happen. And I think that's where we have started to to be misled and to mislead and to mess up. We will post, post, post. We will text text, text. Sometimes you'll write the vision and you'll make it plain and you want it to jump off the paper, off the vision board and all of that. You want to jump off into life and become life. Become your situation, your new life, your new circumstances. But without any action, nothing will change. Nothing. And we've become this people of, these people of of talk. But you know what? Your life, life, your very presence should speak for who you are. And who God is. More so, who you are through God. And that doesn't mean we are perfect people. I'm, that does, and I, I feel bad that we always have to throw that in. That doesn't mean that, that we are perfect people. And we're going to fail each other. We're going to fail ourselves. But what is your desire to do? What is the true desire there? When your desire meets your actions, that's when we're on to something. 
And that's why David leaves. I, I need to find that. I need to find and, sh- and just ask, can I share that? When he talks about is is becoming is unity in the body of Christ possible? Those those were his exact words. Is based on this post that he posted in the comments. He said, "So is the is unity in the body of Christ possible?" I say, very possible, but absolutely impossible if we've not become one with Christ ourselves. If we not unified or working to, and I don't mean working, meaning you going to church, you, you whatever, whatever. And I'm again, I'm, nothing wrong with going to church, but we even get mixed up with going, meaning opposed to being. You can go to church all day, but if your desires are not changing, if your maturity in Christ is not changing, if you're not convicted. Before you convict someone else Or if you're not convicted Or reminded When you are convicting Or reminding someone else Of their wrongdoing If those sprinkles don't remind you And turn 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 back to you I think you need to question your motives And who you're serving And so That being said Rodney, I'm going to turn it over to you. Um, I want to thank everybody from my end, uh, ask your support. And, and you guys, really, the goal here for the for the GoFundMe is the dollar. That's really what we want people to get, one dollar. And that's because we want to support or show the power and unity in all that we do. And, and giving with a cheerful heart. Because it it is it's it's Bo and Tasha today. We could I could take sick tonight and need to spend a thousand dollars on medication a month that I don't have. And what really and I'm, I'm gonna say this and I and I hope um, I hope you guys don't mind, but I, I think at this point I know Bo and Tasha is very tra- being very transparent. What really, what really got me was when I learned that Tasha was taking one, basically half of her dosage, so that she's able to stretch it out. Nobody should have to do that, especially nobody that I love. And and as a as a result. Is having one of the reasons I feel, I'm not a doctor, I can't diagnose it, having more seizures. Nobody should have to do that. Nobody should have to be put in a, in a situation or predicament where they feel, I can't take all of it because I need to stretch it. But yet we're spending $100 to see Jay-Z. We're spending a hundred dollars a pop on something that we don't need. Most of the things I think we buy, we don't need. Me included. I said I don't need never shop again. No, nowhere for nobody. Nothing. And now I'm I'm starting to be when I walk in, when I think about going to somebody's store. 
I started to feel some kind of way. Like I literally got jeans that I haven't worn in years. And so saying that, for anybody that is here in, 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 in Memphis, we're gonna we're gonna and I haven't shared this with Bo Atasha and, and, and actually my mom made the suggestion. Um, you know, we got all this stuff just sitting around, let's let's have a yard sale and make give get, donate all the, the money to, to Tasha and Bo. And so as a result, there's like three more people that want to take part of the yard sale. They don't know they don't know Tasha and Bo. So we need reality checks. Reality checks. I'm gonna turn it back over to Rodney. Um, thank you all uh, for your support. We got to do better than, than just Monday Night Butterfly Evolution show. It should it should it should it should go outward. We got to do better. Gotta do better. See you, Rodney. Uh, Bo, do you have any final words before we bring this to a close? Uh, no, sir. I just wanted to say, you know, I mean, I appreciate everything that you guys are doing. You know what I mean? And I just want you to be blessed and your family to be blessed. Hey, we appreciate that, brother. Uh, I'm going to share this uh, before before we come to come to an end. Um, over the weekend, uh, Tammy and Bo, and to all of our listeners, uh, we were down in Petersburg, Virginia, with Tamaria's family, and so we were watching the news, and there was a couple on the news um, who decided to have a yard sale, um, and they had the yard sale because they had already had two children, but they wanted to have a third baby, but they were having uh, issues doing that, and so... They wanted to adopt um, a child because they wanted three children. Well, they decided to have a, a yard sale. And you know how people normally put the yard sale out, yard sale sign out? They added the word adoption. And they said the support they got from their community was unbelievable. They raised over $1,000. Over $1,000 that one day they had this yard sale. They put a sign up, said adoption yard sale, over $1,000. Mm-hmm. And I found this, I found this uh, little excerpt online, and I just want to read this. It says, the main thing I learned when friends disappoint is a lot of times they weren't really good friends to begin with. When I say disappoint, I don't mean they didn't do what I asked of them. I get it. Not everyone is able to help for whatever reason. That's all good, and I still love those friends that couldn't help. The thing that bothers me most is when I ask a friend, and they put the word friend in quotations, for help, and they pretend like I never made the ask. E.g., they ignore it. Like most of y'all, I'm reasonably proud and won't just ask any old body for help. I have a very short list of people I reach out to when I desperately need a hand. The other thing I've learned 
is I need to be more mindful about who I consider to be friends versus good, solid acquaintances, which are important too. The reason it hurts so much when friends disappoint is because my expectations are high for real friends. Thus, I need to, and I'm going to emphasize the word I here, thus I need to recalibrate the meaning of certain relationships and adjust my expectations. This is my responsibility and no one else's. We want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Butterfly Evolution Show. We hope that you have a blessed week. We hope that we'll see you again next Monday, same time, same station. Good night, everybody.
flowing with anxieties and expectations, full of desire. I just want it so bad. So real. It's right there. Just wanna reach out and touch it. For what all disappears. Sometimes it feels like everything is passing me by. Every now and then it's feeling like ship has gone and sailed away, but I, I gotta be strong, gotta hold on, it won't be too long, now the tide is coming in, I see the waves flowing, out there on the ocean, I know my ship is coming in. I would travel to the seven seas. I will even go wherever the wind blows me. I'll do anything for my destiny. It's like fighting with gravity, and it's bringing me down. If this world is really round, then tell me. And I'm 